Hey everyone and welcome to episode number 10 of our Christ in the Crisis devotional series through the book of Acts in the Bible's New Testament. We will be doing this every day of the week or every weekday I should say Monday to Friday uh, right up until May the 31st which is uh, actually Pentecost Sunday and on that day we will wrap this whole series up and we'll do a special quiz, an electronic quiz using uh, an internet game platform. And uh, the winner of that quiz is going to take home a brand new iPad. Or I'll have it shipped to your house one way or the other, whether we're meeting in the movie theater or whether we are still in our homes and using the internet. Uh, we are going to do that. So I hope that you are enjoying this series and uh, some of you are, are watching it online. Some of you are listening on uh uh, Podbean or Apple Podcasts, those platforms. Uh, some of you, maybe you're watching it on our website, uh, but the, it gets on fastest through our Facebook page, and then I have to manually put them on all the other platforms, okay? So um, thank you for joining in, and uh, please be sure to share this post as well and spread the word. We are talking about Christianity, and we're talking about the hope that we have in Christ, even in times of crisis, whatever they may be, uh, pandemic or or not, uh, there's always something in life uh, that that pushes against us, and something that we could call a crisis uh, experience. So the Book of Acts in the Bible's New Testament is a fantastic uh, uh, document, uh, which which shows us the church in her early infancy and how all these people dealt with all kinds of crises and how they lived with hope because they had Jesus. And so we are looking in at that. And uh, thank you for joining. And uh, let me know how you're doing. They Facebook me, text me. Uh, all of our contact information, my contact information is on our website, citypointchurch.ca, and our Facebook page. Okay, so we're in... Uh, Still, the book of Acts, of course, but still the first miracle of the disciples, specifically Peter and John, after Jesus had left them. And we often don't think about this. People think about the miracles that Jesus performed, but they almost never think about the miracles that the followers of Jesus performed in the book of Acts. And it's all over the place in the book of Acts. There's scores of them. And we're going to go through some of them in this study, but we're looking at the very first one, the man who was disabled from birth, who was healed in public at the entrance to the temple in the outer outer entrance, really. He was put there to, to beg for money, and he was dramatically healed. And um, uh, Peter and John take the opportunity as a crowd gathers to find out what in the world is going on uh, they take the opportunity to explain the situation, and Peter preaches effectively a very uh, direct and very challenging sermon, calling the uh, the Jewish audience, uh, I think many of them still there after Pentecost, calling this Jewish audience to um, repentance. And so uh, we pick it up in Acts chapter 4, uh, in verse 1. The priests now, and the captain of the temple guard, and the Sadducees came up to Peter and John while they were speaking to the people. Now we'll pause for a second. The key here is uh, the Sadducees. And um, 
the temple was was run by the high priest. Uh, it was really a, a couple of guys, Annas and Caiaphas. And um, the Sadducees were one particular party, um, religious party, you could call them. And then there were the Pharisees. Here we're told that we have the temple guard, uh, the priests, captain of the temple guard, and the Sadducees. The Sadducees had a different religious view than the Pharisees did. Um, Jesus had conflict with both of these groups, but the Sadducees here, this is a group, a religious group, that did not believe in the immortality of the soul, nor the physical resurrection of the dead, and some think it is because they held mostly to the first five books of the Old Testament, uh, the Torah. And um, in the Torah, you really don't see much revealed about the physical resurrection of the dead, nor the immortality of the soul. You see little shadows of it. But this is, of course, progressively revealed as we study the Bible as a whole. And so here you have these people are very upset they are not happy about this healed man. Imagine, the man never walked a day in his life. He was born disabled. He is jumping around, praising God, supposed to be the same God that the Sadducees believe in, and yet the Sadducees are not happy about this at all. And that's because miracles do create and present a crisis. Some people think that miracles make everybody feel good. They don't. Genuine miracles usually cause a crisis, and we'll talk about that on Sunday when we talk about the crisis of miracles. They were greatly disturbed because the apostles were teaching the people. Why should they be disturbed? Proclaiming in Jesus the resurrection of the dead, a major no-no. So for the Sadducees, you are misleading the people you are teaching the people something that is not in the Torah, something that Moses did not teach. This is a false teaching. The healing of the man was of no importance to them, apparently. That he was well was of no importance to them, apparently. It was their religious convictions and how they felt that the apostles were misleading the people and violating those convictions. So they seized Peter and John, and because it was evening, they put them in jail until the next day i mean they went there to pray in the hour of prayer in the afternoon and there was a lot of uh, a lot going on this didn't take 20 minutes all of this this healing and this preaching of this message that there was something that took place there for hours and in the evening they put them in jail until the next day but many who heard the message believed so the number of men who believed grew to about 5,000. The movement is growing rapidly. Verse 5, the next day the rulers, the elders, and the teachers of the law met in Jerusalem. Annas the high priest was there, same guy who was part of the, the actually the first mini-trial of Jesus. So were Caiaphas, John and Alexander are named, and others of the high priest's family. They had Peter and John brought before them and began to question them by what power or what name did you do this? Then Peter filled with the Holy Spirit. Remember, the power of the Holy Spirit, Acts chapter 1, you will be my 
witnesses that has a legal context part of the meaning of the word martyrs is a you legally testifying you will be my witnesses and peter filled with the holy spirit here is going to fulfill this passage he's going to be the witness for jesus said to them rulers and elders of the people if we are being called to account today for an act of kindness Remember, they didn't even think about the guy who was healed. An act of kindness shown to a man who was lame and are being asked how he was healed. Then know this. Watch, he's going to testify powerfully here. You will be my witnesses. You and all the people of Israel. It is by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom you crucified, but whom God raised from the dead and you can just see the sadducees sneering in anger when he talks about being raised from the dead that this man stands before you healed jesus is the stone you builders rejected which has become the cornerstone that is a quote from psalm 118 and it would have greatly irritated the 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 crowd that was listening and then this verse number 12 this chapter 4 verse number 12 salvation is found in no one else for there is no other name under heaven given to mankind by which we must be saved that's another crisis the crisis of exclusivity and we will talk about that as well but notice how how peter is so bold and so powerfully testifies and proclaims clearly how this man was healed and he is doing so boldly and facing the same people who ultimately brought jesus to uh, execution of course with the assistance of the roman uh, uh, government and pontius pilate and so on but the boldness in peter how is it that this man who denied jesus when facing the heat when when jesus was being tried that only a couple of months later he is like totally transformed and able to boldly proclaim how this man was healed and standing up for the name of Jesus and for who he is and for his resurrection from the dead when only two months prior he had denied him. What caused that change? That, my friends, is the power of the Holy Spirit and that same power of the Holy Spirit is available for us today and you're going to see this theme over and over again in the book of acts now is the time that we have as uh, uh, people who are watching who may be followers of jesus now is the time that we have to proclaim hope to people and to do so boldly and without fear because there is an attentive audience we're all facing this thing and people have so many questions and are so frustrated and are so anxious and are thinking about so many things and now is the time for us to be able to say, here is what we find in Jesus of Nazareth. So if you're looking for hope today, you can find that hope in Christ. That was the message that, that Peter and John would proclaim. And that is the message that is still proclaimed today, 2,000 years later. So I hope this has been a blessing to you. And uh, I, I won't see you tomorrow. We take a little break on Saturday, but on Sunday morning, we'll be right back at 11 a.m. And uh, invite friends, host watch parties and all of that. We're going to talk about the crisis of miracles on Sunday morning at 11 right here 
on our Facebook channel, and uh, we will post it onto our, uh, our website as well. Okay, God bless you, everyone. Have a great night.